So this episode is brought to you guys by YD Frames. Let's get it, YD Frames. YD Frames Photography, the place that you need to go to when you want to get all your photography done. That means realtor pictures, bar mitzvahs, birthdays, weddings, baby showers, whatever you need, pictures or videos, they got you covered. Yes, sir. And they have a 360 camera, man. Like, it's it's pretty cool. They take a picture of everything, bro. Yeah. If you want to see some of their work, just go to their website. It's ydframes.ca. And what's their Instagram? Their Instagram is ydframesphotography. And what's the Instagram handle? Is it, isn't it yd.frames? yd.frames, yeah. Yd. And it's very simple. You go to their website, pick a package for the event that you need, pick a date. When it comes to checkout, just in the promo code section, type in the Brownie, the Brownie Boys. Boys. And you get 20% off. Yeah. So it's that Easy simple. As that. Easy as that. YDframes.ca and um, the Brownie Boys. The Brownie Boys. That's all you need. Let's get it. Five months later, I had gone back to the same Sobeys. It was right across my house, but I just never went to go shop there because I had moved back. And she was there and she she didn't recognize me, but I recognized her. And I like same thing. Um, she was just sitting there, but she was in, she looked much better. She told me that if I had not gotten her food that night, she probably would have died. Damn. Hey, what's up, you guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Brownie Boys podcast. Yes, sir. We're getting very close to our season finale. Yes, sir. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, me too. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to have to do it with a nice little bang. We're going to get the Krispy Kreme video, man. All right. Yeah. We have a really special one coming out. Right, right, right. Okay, so today's episode, I'm really, really like amped up for it. Um, really amped up. No, for I like. Know? I'm in the emotionally, re- very no, emotionally. He's I want to vent. Like, there's a lot that I want to do, and I think this is gonna be perfect. And um, a lot of people have requested something a little bit more informational, a little bit more on the. Um, so the question I got was, how do you keep your mentality specifically so focused on different things? And I found this question to be so so good because I have a different perspective than a lot of people and a lot of my friends mm-hmm. on a lot of things and i get shit for it from them time to time because they don't understand it yeah and uh this is sort of me kind of unlocking that mentality unlock for you or whoever it is that wants to know but this is something that i think a lot of people should listen to um because i think it may help you one way or another so just give us a little bit of time here i'm i'm not even i'm dead serious this may be an episode that may be very informative for some people let's get right into it broski what the hell are you talking about right now so, i'm interested bro you got me interested yeah so here's 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 what's going on i i got i got a bunch we're in covid right it's really hard because there's a lot of job shortages it's hard to find jobs there's a lot of things that are happening that is out of our control yeah. Right. There's a lot of people, even my friends that are out of jobs or to just graduate and they don't have jobs and they're finding they're trying to find jobs, but it's just very, very difficult for them. What's happening in, in turn is that they're not being able to um, support themselves. And so they're one spending eight hours a day as much as possible to to try to get a job. But at the end of the day, since they're not getting the job, they're they're becoming very negative with their with themselves and with their mm-hmm. mentality. And mm-hmm. I think that is one of the worst things that can ever happen to you or that you can do to yourself to push yourself in that space yeah right yeah um yo when i was applying for jobs right after i got out of ryerson i was applying for eight months straight maybe even more i would say because i wasn't even applying after i got out of ryerson i was applying my last semester of ryerson this was before covid this is before covid yeah. yeah and dude i was not getting interviews 
and it's so hard to because you don't have any experience in that field so i had to yeah. i had to make up some experience like of project and things i did at ryerson but yo it's so hard to get a job and at one point i was feeling so, like I, I was feeling like bro am i shit like no one's interviewing me no i was a very valid way of thinking i was at one point like i was actually like in my bed tearing up because i was like i can't get a fucking job this is so hard and i i need to level up like i can't be in the retail anymore no like okay so and i've heard all ends of the spectrum of like what you just said at the same time they're like uh, like shrill they're they're asking for like 3 to 5 years minimum for an entry level position there's no way i can get that here's the thing i understand that and don't think as if i've had it easy you know and i'm going to i've said this to all my friends and i'm admitting this on the podcast i myself have had probably one of like one of those rough times that you've had when it comes to finding jobs or doing this i applied to over 600 positions same. and same. i have proof on my Shit laptop because i put it on an excel sheet bro same i have an excel sheet as yeah. well in 600 positions around the world even in canada us everywhere before i got an opportunity and that opportunity fortunately i was able to turn into a job that i'm working at right now but 600 in just 8 months dude it's all all it is is just a grind you just have to keep going until you get one right see now here's the thing and i i am not a big believer in that really so yeah so and i know exactly you're going to say that cuz i i talked to yash behind the camera i talked to you about this in the car jobs they were the way they're working right now and i know people are thinking okay this is about jobs this podcast is not about jobs just just hear me out when it comes to applying for jobs what they're doing is they're making application portals right and yeah. you apply through the portal okay they have softwares that yeah they that, that read your monitor resume. yeah yeah and they will they cancel out yeah they will cancel out thousands of resumes off the bat because yeah. you don't meet those buzzwords yeah and and here's the thing even those that go through will not get a call back because companies are busy everybody's busy 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 right now you know and the fortunate lucky ones that do get through are probably the ones that require experience or whatever because they have that experience yeah. now remember you're not the only one that's applying for jobs that has new entry but it's all people who also have experience that are going to it yeah I'm a believer in making connections. I said this in episode number 1 yeah, or 2. Your network is your network. Exactly. And yeah. and here's the tip and trick that I've used for myself that has worked and it is still working and it will always work because it's not about how you apply. It's sorry, it's not about where you apply, it's about how you apply. Yeah, All right. Agreed. You've got you've got job portals, you've got like LinkedIn job like little area where you can click on jobs and it posts all yeah, the jobs. Yeah. It is completely useless. Like you going through LinkedIn and applying for jobs as well is not going to help you because it goes through the portal. What you need to do is you need to find people that are on LinkedIn that are in these recruitment sections. Okay, mm. these people who are holding positions in the HR department, in the field of your work, or in the department that you're interested in, connect with them. Send them a message as simple as, "Hey, I'm a new grad. I need a job." Or sorry, I'm a new grad. I looked through your profile. I found some of your projects very interesting. Yeah. And this is someone that's in the team, not an HR person. Yep. And I just want to talk I to you. Can we have a coffee and chat? I am not even kidding you. The amount of people that would say, "Yes, I'm down for it." You'd be surprised. You you know what? Here's a nice tip. I said, "Let's have a coffee." You'd be like, "I'm I will buy you a coffee." Kind of thing. I have a feeling like that would you because every, who's going to say no to a free drink yeah, or well, a free thing? Yeah, but some people right? might be skeptical. But yeah. the thing is it's it's the invitation but to just But yeah, once you do it, everyone's like, "Oh, it, it shows initi- uh, initiative." Yeah. It's the invitation of having someone to talk to you about them. And yeah. you said this before. People love talking to them about themselves. Pe- people love talking about themselves. Just that's all you need to do. And and it's hard people some people a lot of people are ext- introverts and they just find it difficult. 
But here's the here's the fact of the matter. You want to take a plunge to be a little bit more on the successful side of things. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You do. I is, I believe that on a high, super high level. You have to you have to get out of your comfort zone for you to be able to experience everything. Like yo, like do you want to be sitting? Like let's see what what basic people say. Sitting on a couch all day, or do you want to you know explore experience? Cause like yo, I actually here's a book idea that I wanted to make. I want to do like, cause I was on both sides, like introvert and extrovert. I want to make an introvert's guide to being an extrovert. I think that'd be a cool book. We can write it. Because yo, look, you got introverts. Um, they could be really like, really good at talking to people once you get to know them. But you know, it's kind of hard to you know communicate with people because you know you're it's hard to break out of their shoes. yeah 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 bro once you do you're experiencing everything yeah. imagine being imagine living in one room for the rest of your life and you know there's another room on the other side that's like something else too it may not be better but it, it's something else you're you curious you should be you should be curious and if you jump into that room now you have experience in both rooms yeah the the reason i brought this initial topic up right in the beginning um, the reason I bring it up is because I have two friends um, graduated at the same time with the same degree from different universities, okay? Yeah. Now, I, I'm really close with both of them. Both of them had the exact opposite of approach of how they wanted to go about doing this, okay? And the, the method that I mentioned, one of them go with, went through application portals. The other one did the LinkedIn thing or just messaging people, emailing even the company, yeah. However they could. She got her way into talking to the HR and then the manager of the team. Okay? The one that was able to build her net worth, the network that she had around her, was able to find it so that she would be able to talk to the manager of the department of the HR and then also get into the point where she could weasel or in a way sort of work her way into the department. She that, got hired. That's literally the smartest way to do she it. She got hired, not as part of a, a training program, but as a full-time employee. What she was going for was a training program. Dude, that's freaking sick. When you show initiative, people are like, oh, you know what? This guy's, this guy's better, than he, better than he sounds or looks. People want to see you be keen. People are not going to be able to hand yeah. you something if you cannot show them that you want something. I agree. And I know I'm going to get these messages saying... I'm doing this as well. Why is it not working? You, it may not be working for a multi multitude of reasons. You know, you might need to change your approach on what you message. You might need to change your approach on who you message and how you message. Yo, always be changing. Always be adapting. Yeah, that's that's the best way to put it. When I when I just did application portals. Yeah. Yo, all I did was um, I what did I do? Yo, I, based on the job description. I would go into my resume, I would change my buzzwords, and I'd pop them in there. Because you would, you need buzzwords. And then, yeah. once you get the interview, bro, it's game. For me, personally, okay, so I don't want to sound cocky or anything like that. But interviews for me, I love interviews. Same. I I can always do well in an interview, just because, like, I, I again, I enjoy talking about myself. So, an interview is literally you talking about yourself. But... Once you know that people like talking about themselves, you start asking them questions. And that's when your personality shows. Yeah. And literally, and right. I'm not going to lie, I think being really honest during an interview is amazing. On my, at the job that I went to, that I'm currently at, <laughs> they asked me this one question. They were like, 
So what do you do? Uh, how do you deal with stress in a in a job situation? I literally looked at them. I was like, I eat. I eat food to, to help my stress. And they all just started dying. They all just started laughing. And I, I literally got the job. I think it was just showing your personality or showing... Honestly, I feel like I have different me's. During an interview, I'm a different nine. Like, I'm not the same nine that's It's that's the focus right nine. It's He's goal-oriented. It's the goal-oriented focus yeah. nine. I believe once you literally laser focus on something, you can get anything. So, I'm going to say two things. One, and this is for the people who uh, don't really see us on a day-to-day basis. Every time I, we, we record at Nyan's house, um, every time I come over to record this podcast, and we're using Nyan's computer, the one thing I always see open all the time that he's working on is his resume. You yeah. never want to start stop building yourself. You never want to stop I, that. I always change it up because, yo, for whatever reason... You don't need say, to apply to anything, you but you're always working on it. Yeah, because it, it, it helps. Um, let's say you do want to shift one day. Having all of that information, do being doing it at like last minute, it's so hard to remember what you're doing. But once you do it like based on like, oh yeah, oh, I did this. This is a really notable project. Put it on your resume and maybe change it, change it later. Yeah. Now, now, sort of trans, trans, uh, transition. transitioning. Thank you, into uh, the larger topic of what I wanted to get to. Um, this is one thing that I got, which was how to. The, the, it was a two part question. The question was, how can I achieve success, and 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 like mm, how, how do I how do I deal with failure? Okay, interesting. I am in no point in my career or my life where I can give you success advice. Or advice on like how to be successful. Why? Because I'll be dead straight honest. I'm not successful yet. Me neither. Okay. The reason I say yet is I'll get to it. But I'm not successful yet. And the reason being is because I am still working towards what I believe is success in yeah. my perspective. It's your perspective. Like, yeah. So that goes to show like what what is success to you? Okay, so what do you think success is? Yeah, like you keep that's perfect. That. Yeah, so for me, success is me being able to reach the goals that I have set out for myself. It's not monetary, you know. It's 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 being able to. For me, at the end of the day, when I grow old and I'm on my deathbed and I have one more day to live, I want to be able to close my eyes and have the flashback of all the things that I've done, and be able to say, I've done it, or be able to say, I did what I set myself out to do. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. It's not about regret. I don't care if I don't have the best memories in time. You know, mm-hmm. as long as I have some good memories, but I know for a fact that I have achieved what I have wanted to achieve. I'm okay, and for me, it's making a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if I'm 35 and my goal is to like help these people, and I've made that happen, that's it. I have, yeah, have reached success. I, I think my my idea of success is very similar to that too. Yeah. Where at the end of the day, if I'm not helping someone, like if I'm on my deathbed, I'm like, yo, I haven't helped anyone in my life. I'd be, dis- I'd be like fucking sad as shit. I'd be like, yo. I saw this video um, and it was of this soccer player. She had gone to this small town in Africa. I'm, I'm born in Kenya. So for me, just, just like, it's, it's close to where I am. I don't know where it was, but I think it was somewhere near Kenya. Um, and it's this little girl. Uh, and it's, uh, uh, so it's one girl, this lady who plays soccer, and this little girl who's like getting the attention, and then all the other kids are around them. Mm. Okay, and she's a professional soccer player. This lady, she's spinning the soccer ball on her hand, 
And then she gives a girl a pen, and then she takes that soccer ball that's spinning and puts it on the puts pen. It on the pen yeah. And so she's very excited, yeah. And what she does is she picks up the lady, picks up the girl, and just sort of like does the whole thing where you know when they introduce Simba, Simba, yeah, yeah. yeah. She does a whole three sixty, and all these kids are excited, and you can see a smile on her face. The one thing that people say is, "Oh, that's so cute." The other thing that people don't notice is is the the, the lifestyle that they're living. The kids there. Our kids in third world countries are living in a lifestyle that is so much more different than us. So much more different. We take things for granted. 100%. Every one of us. Yep. I Even me, everybody, yep. our families, everybody takes things for granted. That is so weird, bro. I was literally, while I was driving today, I was literally thinking about that. Like taking things for granted and just like um, not being able to, it's mindfulness, mindfulness yeah. is the word. Yeah. This is going to make me cry. Uh, better not cry. So I'll shoot you. One of the days, um, I was going to my friend's birthday party. Okay. And um, it was her birthday, and I I, we, I went to the LCBO, and I picked up a cake for her first at uh, Sobeys, mm-hmm. that's right in the same plaza, and I went to the LCBO. And don't cry, don't cry. So, there's a gun in front of your face. So there's this lady, she's sitting on the floor, she's homeless, and this is midwinter. Oof. And there's, she has, she's cuddled up into herself, she's balled up, she has no, nothing. She has one backpack and a hoodie, and like, sweatpants and it's winter it's wet on the floor yeah and she's just sitting there outside and um, all these people are walking in and out of the lcbo and they they're just they, they see her i see them see her because i pulled up and and they're just walking out ignoring her nothing and there's a sign that says can someone please get me food in front of LCBO? No money, nothing. But I'm assuming that they were probably... I don't know where, why she was sitting there. Because I think the Sobeys Plaza had pushed her out or whatever. I don't know why. But that's the, what the sign says. She might have moved and just sat there because it was warm. I mm, don't know. Interesting, interesting. I walked in. I saw it. I couldn't stomach being able to buy anything. I, I walked into LCBO and I just couldn't buy anything. So I walked out. The money I was going to spend on beer, I instead went, bought food, bought a backpack, bought like as much as warmth stuff you could get i took it to her gave her like i gave her like loaves of bread cheese everything so she can not just have food for one day but have multiple days yeah um and she was so she was i think she was like she was cold enough to the point where when i like touched her and said hey i have some food for you she couldn't even respond and it clicked after when i sat back in my car that she's that cold so i just couldn't stop so i i, I went back into the Sobeys. Um, I gave them my information. I told them, listen, there's this lady out there. I want you to let her sit in here. I'm, I'm going to give you my information and whatever she wants to buy, whenever she wants to come in and buy, let her buy it. She won't have any money. I'm going to give her a gift card. Just let her buy it and you contact me and I will pay whatever is the remainder. Okay? Um, Bro, you're a good guy. What the heck? No, so the reason being is, dude... <sighs> Bro, the reason a, being is it's it's okay. because it's because when you when you see these things you realize that there is an opportunity for you to be able to do mm. whatever you can. It doesn't matter how much you spend on it, but it's it's, it's the matter of you want to take initiative to do things for people that can't do it for themselves because they don't have that opportunity. Dude, your mindset in that situation is so good. It's so nice. The only thing that I couldn't do is because I didn't it was it's heavy covid and I I didn't want to take any risks because I also have a family to look out for, so I couldn't get her a motel room or whatever yeah but but i made sure that she was able to get go inside i told her i'm like listen go sit inside there it's warm there they'll take care of you and if you need anything i went back to her like, if you need anything just let me know and i bought her like i think a 500 hundred dollar gift card for so 500 dollars. yeah 
And I said, whatever you need, just just keep grabbing it and they'll just keep refilling it for whenever you need. Five months later, I had gone back to the same Sobeys. It was right across my house, but I just never went to go shop there because I had moved back. And she was there and she she didn't recognize me, but I recognized her and I like same thing. Um, she was just sitting there, but she was in she looked much better. She told me that if I had not gotten her food that night, she probably would have died. Damn. Because her her body was so cold, she couldn't handle it. Yeah, she had no food in her body. She had nothing. Her, keep her keep her up. You you I didn't know that, and it it, it that changed my life forever. Dude, a small thing you did went a long way. Wow, I, I can't believe I composed myself. I'm not crying for about this. Dude, you but, had a gun in your face. <laughs> no, dude. Then that's the thing, and like I had already that motive in my mind was already there. So people who don't have the same lifestyle as us don't understand that. Like people who have the same lifestyles don't understand the the things that people see, you know, and and it, like and people go through. There, there's kids out there in the world. There's third world countries out there in the world who have kids that are so brilliant, they want to learn, they want to do things, but they don't have that opportunity because either they don't have yeah. schools there, they don't have the money to send their kids to schools. Yeah. And since we're talking about this, that you know what you wanted to ask, what my success factor was? My success factor is me being able to do something in a country that has nothing available for their kids where like something like building a school having teachers there that kids don't need to pay or parents don't need to pay for this kids to go to school they can yeah. go to school they can learn and have an equal opportunity in the world i like that that third world life cycle that they have all these kids who want to go but they can't are just living in a cycle of poverty it is it's it's literally a cycle you know to get to that point sorry to, to get to that success factor that you were asking about like what like what's your what's how no how do you get successful okay okay i don't know how to be successful because i'm not there yet but i believe that i've built a mindset that's going to keep helping me push forward yeah Uh, at the end of the day they're kind of like short-term wins when you when you uh celebrate your short-term wins and in your mind of success like helping others is a short-term win for you because you could say like oh you know i feel like that was a win on my side when you celebrate those wins, which is also like being grateful and having mindfulness, it helps you go a long way when it comes to success in general. Like you can have success into anything. Like for you, it's homeless people, um, helping homeless, the homeless. Just helping right. people in general. Helping people in general. Yeah. Um, for me, for me, it's it's uh, like like I'm, I'm building an app, right? Like I'm going to switch it just like uh, more a little bit to like the business side as well. Um I'm making an app, right? And there's so many problems all the freaking time. But there are things that do go good. And the things that when things go good, I celebrate those wins. Because once you don't, if you don't celebrate your wins, your short-term wins, success feels too far-fetched. You're like, oh, fam, that's a little far away from me. I don't know if I want to reach that. Then you start to get lazy, demotivation, all that stuff. But once you, once you put milestones in your path, it's kind of like it's like it's like a game. The the success your your checkpoint doesn't seem so far away from your from the from your final point. Yeah. No. So I, I think that's also something that can cater to your success is having short term wins, um, being very grateful and uh, mindfulness is a huge, huge thing. Yeah. No, like and I haven't said that story to anybody, except for my mom and my dad. Mm. None of them knew about it. And at that time, I told them because they were going to see a charge in my credit card account because um, they still send the paper to my house. Yeah, yeah, that They yeah. were going to be questioning about, like, why do you have such a high charge for a grocery yeah, store? Yeah, $500. Right? That's a lot. 
Um, and I told him that. And the one thing that I saw is I think my parents at that stage were probably, I think, the most proud they could have ever been in their lives. Because it wasn't that I was able to afford this. It's because I think they did their job in raising me in a specific way where I'm able to take all that I have and still make it better for others. I don't know how this is going to come out. Um, we have we have a lot of friends. Mm. We have different groups of friends, okay? Mm. Just in general. general yeah. Not just me and you, just in general. Um, yeah, yeah. I have friends that share a similar mindset of wanting to do better, keep moving forward. I have friends who just are there that I have good time with, right? And, and I've categorized them in both ways. doesn't mean that when I'm just with my friends that I want to have a good mindset are not fun or whatever. But the thing is, I surround myself with people from time to time that bring value into what I do and what I'm doing with my life, right? And everyone that I have around me that I talk to on a very often basis or is close to me is people that I that are close to me because they, they, they bring a specific viewpoint or value in my life that's going to help me move forward with my life, mm-hmm. right? So if I don't talk to someone, um, that's one, because I'm super busy with what I'm doing, but like there is that distinction between people that you have and your friends you, you oh, say it to themselves and you don't you don't treat anybody differently because oh, of, of course it, of right? course it's just it's a, it's for you to keep moving forward yep right and, and if that's what you want to do if you want to move forward then you know. yeah but then there's also people within those within those groups that you'll have and now this is not just me but i i have people i have friends that i know that are very toxic for themselves mm-hmm. because they focus on the negatives more than they focus on the positives yep right and this will sort of lead into what you wanted to ask just earlier that we talked about sort of off the podcast um but with with the negatives is i have i have a friend who 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 has problems with one thing they're gonna blame everything but figure out what they need to do to change yo i know exactly what you mean by that you know the type of people that i'm talking yeah, about yeah i know exactly right? those type of people. and I don't, I don't it's not like i dislike them they don't want to find the solution it's yeah focus on the problem forget the solution is the mentality while it should be identify the problem Figure out a solution. Yeah, and then move on. Yeah. No, but it's... it's If you're having problems finding a job... Okay. Right? And you can clearly see that there's all these issues that are happening. Maybe it's the experience that they're looking for, whatever, whatever, whatever. Instead of blaming the job portal, figure out that. how you can adjust your approach yep. to being able to get your foot in the door. Yep. And the foot in the door means getting someone to talk to. doesn't have to be an interview, just someone from the company to talk to. Once you figure out you're the problem, you'll never stop growing. And it's absolutely true. You know, Steve Harvey's videos, sometimes you watch those motivational speeches he gives yeah. out, are fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. His, and have you noticed, it's always, he always literally says the obvious. Yeah, it's just it's, in the plain sight. Yeah. We just, don't, we just don't take it. We just take everything for granted. That's literally it. Yeah. And his biggest one that I always listen to, every time, rich people don't sleep eight hours a day. Have you heard that one? Yeah, yeah, Rich yeah. people don't yeah, sleep like, away a like, third of their lives. They're like, uh, the Eastern is already three hours behind us. They're already up. Yeah. By the time, by the time you're up in Pacific time, they've already made is, decisions about your life. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because we what like Eastern time is eight hour. Oh, uh, sorry. We're fine for where it's we three are. Hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. wherever they are, like they're they're three hours ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, or be behind us. Or yeah. No, and, yeah, and, and no, it, it makes sense is because okay, some people value their sleep, but they say sleep is important, and I get that. Yeah. You know, but I do believe in the fact that sleep is important to an individual for their own amount of time. If I like, I run yep. on six hours of sleep, and I'm you're okay. running perfectly fine. I know exactly what you mean. 
Yo, I did. I, I kind of I test myself with sleeping because sometimes when I get eight hours of sleep, I just wake up so drowsy the next morning. Yeah. So I was at my friend's house in Oshawa, actually. Um, and honestly, yo, this is a, this is a good topic because I was my I was at my boy's house in Oshawa, and because uh, they went out for vacation, they just wanted someone to take care of the cats. So I was like, say less, I'll I'll stay over. I don't care. So it's an I'm alone house. I'm alone in the house, two cats, and my boys come over. So it's like a one hour ride. So they came, um, and they stayed. At, I usually sleep at ten, and then I wake up at six if I want to go to the gym. If I don't want to, if I want to skip out, wake up at eight. I go to sleep because they've been with me at two at two a.m. I wake up at eight a.m. and I'm up. I'm up like. I'm like so zoned in, like I can wake up, I can do things. But when I used to go, when I go to sleep at 10 and then I wake up at six or eight, I just want to hit snooze. I just want to hit snooze so bad. And while I was in Oshawa, I was honestly, for some reason, changing my environment helped me work on so many things better. Like I was laser focused. Like I was doing work for my app. Um, and I was getting that shit done. I was so into it where at one point I didn't want to let go of my, like the keyboard because I actually, I actually ordered food and they're, they're right at the door. And I was like, I was like typing as I was about to leave. I'm still typing. I'm still typing. And then I go, I was so into it. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think laser focusing on something is going to just really get you in the zone. And that's what happened to me. I was quiet, different environment. I think once you change your environment, you change your life. Like yeah. literally. And environment doesn't physically have to be the place that you're at, but it's also like the things that you surround yourself with, which have an impact yeah. on your life that you don't realize. Yeah. I mean, right. yo, at the end of the day, again, once you laser, laser focus on something, yeah. I, I mean, like, if you have five projects, you're spreading yourself thin. Yeah. If you're just focused on one of those five projects and only that one project, you're going to do so much more better. Because no, and your time, your your yeah. mindset, everything is focused on that. And that one thing. The, the thing is, see, so everything for every... The way people... Work ethics for people are different. I'm just right? saying what works for me. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Day. And that's perfect. See, you're finding success in that. Yeah. What I'm trying to point out is you found where you optimize your efficiency. And do you know how I was able to do that? And this might be good for the viewers. This is what I did to figure my shit out. I asked myself questions. That might be the weird, that might be like, yo, what do you ask? I literally, I ask why, how, first, no, I ask what, why, and how. So what's my problem? Why is this happening to me and how can I fix it? Literally, that's what changed my life and I didn't hear it anywhere. I was forced to think like this because at one point, and this is, you think, okay, if anyone's listening right now and you guys are like, this guy, when is this guy, when did this guy think of this? It wasn't when I was younger, bro. It was maybe like four months ago, I figured it out. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh yeah, that, that brings me to even a better point. People think that they need to have shit figured out when they're in their early 20s. Dude, you're blessed. You are blessed at any point of your life. It's not about how early you can figure it out. It's about how you figure it out that you, you can use to your advantage. Yep. All right, and... Yep. I, I've mentioned this before. I'm not the type of guy that works nine to five, and I'm never going to be the type of guy that can work nine to five. All right, I do it right now because this is how it's my can, it's my jump start yeah, to my career, exactly. right? But if this exactly. means that where I'm working at, they recognize that and they say this guy has potential, and they say we want you to work around the clock. That means 
and I'm going to go on call. That means I'm going to be working around the clock whenever they need help. I'm going to be there. And they say, we need you to handle this and this and this. I am okay with that. You know why? Why? It's not because I'm making more money. I'll tell you that right now. It's because of the fact that I'm able to put myself into situations where I'm going to be able to learn so much more about one myself, but about what I'm, what I'm working in. I'm working in the pharma industry because I've had a passion for it. So why would I just stop when I've just landed a job? Yo, it's literally just goal setting. Come on, like you're literally thinking how you can benefit out of what you're... Look, these companies are already benefiting off of you. Change it around. Yes, they're benefiting off of you, but what can you benefit out of them so you can start your own shit and just go crazy? A lot of people think that when you start working at a company, you're becoming a slave for the people that work at top. That is absolutely that. wrong. No, a lot of people it's think that. A lot of, it's absolutely bullshit. No, they're giving you an opportunity to learn, but it's not something they're just going to hand it over Dude, to you. Dude, it's all about mindset. Like, how do you think about these things? Yeah, but think, okay. How you, how you think, if, you, if I could go into everyone's mind and switch that, dude, I would. Nine. Dude, I would. Nan, have you ever had have you had a heartbreak situation happen to you? Yeah. Okay, let me let me ask you a real simple question. How long did you spend behind that mentality of being heartbroken and feeling upset and whatever? Just give me numbers. Just I don't no, want to no. go into stories. Give me just numbers. One week. One week. Yeah. Right. Eric, this one guy I listen to all the time. His name's Eric Thomas, and a very very good motivational speaker. If I could meet him once in my life, I would sit down with him to have an interview with him because I want to get more into this guy's man, uh, mind. He says, if you are going to give someone the time of your day and give them that rental space in your mind, you've got to get a reward out of it. Learn from it. Yep. Don't let that sit in your head. Let it bother you. I and agree. then come out of it without having any benefits from that situation. Because what that's going to do at the end of the day is going to make you feel negative about yourself and the situation that you're in. Someone broke your heart. What did you do? What did you do? You had a week. What did Dude. you do? I literally said, remember the what, why, and how? Yeah. I literally started asking myself questions. I started asking myself questions so I can figure out why I'm feeling this way and what made me feel this way. Uh, me and my shorty broke up for a good two weeks, I want to say. For that first week, I was, pretty, I was pretty down bad. I was super down bad. Maybe midweek, starting the second week, I started asking myself questions like, do I, you know, do I want this? Um, and I started asking myself questions where it was like, I started to really go deep in it. I was like, why, why, how, how, what, what is the problem? Like, what is the problem? Why am I feeling this way? Um, and then once I figured that out, dude, things started coming to me like, like it was no problem. Like I was like, okay, so you know what? It's me. It's definitely me. Like I feel this way. How can I fix it? Um, why am I feeling this way? Once I figured out why, what, and how. Bro, it's a game changer. It was a game changer. So, I learned so much. So, and then, yo, at the end of the day, I fixed the relationship. Yeah. Because I realized it wasn't the relationship. It was me. Um, and like, yo, when you, when people go like, oh, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff right now. I don't want to be in a relationship. Bro, that's bullshit. You can have a girl that uh, helps you progress with you. Like, you, it's not always, I need to focus on my own shit. I can't give you priorities. Yo, she probably has priorities too. As long as you guys can meet in the middle, you're fine. Yeah. I know, um, taking a bit of a tangent, but still touching the topic, because um, this was the second part of the question that was asked was, how do you deal with the fear of failure? Right? And uh, yeah. I'm about to, I am about to give you guys, I guess, the, the way to unlock your secret superpower that you guys didn't know you had. 
I want to hear your perspective, and I want to give you my perspective on that too. Right. You go first. So, so I watched this show called Doctor. So wait, say it again. What was the question? How do you deal with the fear of failure? Okay. How do you okay. deal with the fear? Now, of failure? here's the thing. Okay. The emphasis that people put on, like in that sense, is people put the emphasis on failure. Yeah. What I think the emphasis should be on is the fear part. It's not the failure. So how do you deal with fear and fear? So now here's the thing. So I, like I said, I watched a show called Doctor Who, and this is where I picked it up from. People say, "Yo, what, what, what's the point of watching shows and whatever? They don't find you don't find benefits in that." No, if you figure out the type of shows that you're watching has some form of benefit, it's fine. And sometimes pleasure is okay too. I mean, you know, it's a good show. Why not? Anyways, you can f- um, figure it out. There's anyway. an episode. There's okay. this time traveler. His name's the Doctor, yeah, right? Sure. Um, his companion. Um, they're they're at this orphanage, and this kid is very scared. All right. So these two go up to the kid and they're just talking and they realize that the kid's very scared because there's some dark figure right behind them. Mm-hmm. Now, they've made it in such a way that these three are the ones that are in focus and the dark figure in the back is just really blurred out. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get scared too. This is where this part comes in, which I did not know about myself, but it hit. And when it hit me, it, it really unlocked that side of my mind that I didn't Fuck realize. It. I love when things unlock, bro. It's crazy. Feels so good. He's like, people focus on the fact that fear, fear is negative. Because they, they've been taught, yep. they've been put yep. into perspective that fear is something negative. You don't want to give in to fear is the positive way of looking at mm-hmm. it, right? Fear is actually a way of unlocking your secret powers. And that secret power is you can do things that you can't do on a regular basis. Fear is what unlocks that potential in you that's sort of locked in because your body's like, that's too much power. You don't yep. need too much power right now. When you're scared, you can jump higher than you think you can. Yep. You can think faster than you actually can yeah when you're when you're scared your power of your body increases if you are scared it's a it's literally adrenaline yeah if you're scared and you punch something because that adrenaline is kicking in you will punch it like right through yeah people don't realize that but it's an actual fact that's crazy we have goku right here on my mic stand right now um for those who watch dragon ball z it's like when he unlocks like his power of over nine thousand. It's it's that's what it is. The the fear aspect it's can be instinct. used. Yes, dude, that's I never. Re- You're See? literally giving me value right now. I never really thought about it like that, but it's so obvious because you're so right, dude. When I'm in fear, I can do honestly a lot of things better. Yeah, fear is something that people look at in a very negative perspective. But that doesn't mean that you can't use that to your advantage. Dude, you can use anything to your advantage. It's just about the way you look at it. Wow. Yeah, that's fucking sick. That's so cool. And you know what? Like, okay, so I watched a show. It was uh, it was so far back. Essentially, he has um, schizophrenia where in a way where it's like he can like figures really pop up in front of him. And he's a, he's a professor. Uh, but he also is a CI for, you know uh the police and what his schizophrenia does is it helps him solve problems it's a show so it's a show yeah so it helps him solve problems like he'll have the whatever the problem is will appear in a form of a human or something and he would use that to his advantage by solving the, the the problem and when i was thinking about that i was like we put schizophrenia in such a like a scary just like oh you know there's voices in perspective yeah yeah, yeah 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 but in this show it's, it's it's so likely for that to happen where you can actually use your uh characters in your mind to help you do something and i always thought that was so cool to yeah. think about that, this is not something I and i don't know like i don't know maybe it's possible maybe yeah. it's not we genuinely don't know 
Yeah, but I find that so so interesting. It's all about your mindset. Yeah, how you wanna how you wanna put it. No, yeah, and again, like I don't know if I don't know much about the topic, so I cannot say it with, I, with all I know is based on the that show, and I was like, it's possible, yeah. it's a possibility. See, I don't which know. I find that, so but, cool, but at least there is a way of looking at it that sort of humanizes the situation rather than making it into something that seems so negative. Yeah, right. Um, sort of doing in the closing remarks of things, um, because I still want to keep this in the forty-five minute range. Just people ask me about that perspective, and that's what we were talking about earlier. Just, just you really have to ask yourself of what you really want out of your life. If you want to get a job, right, and you're saying you're putting eight hours a day and you're not finding success, change your methods, okay? If you if you're finding that you're being really negative to yourself, figure out a way to find the positives, even in the most negative situations. Yeah. Right. Figuring out how, just ask how does this benefit you, or what can I see that's gonna benefit me in the long run. You know? Yeah, I agree. If if the person's not going to matter to me in the next two years, I don't need to give them the time of day in my mind to feel shit about myself because we broke up or we had a problem. You know, you're going to see people all around you that are doing different things. Some senses are com- some people are complaining about how crappy their lifestyle is or what they're not being able to find benefits in or success in. Um, if you pay a little bit more closer attention to what they're doing, you're going to realize that a lot of the time that they're taking, they're not putting it to their own build. They're putting it towards things that are going to, you know, in, in a sense that are not really needed at the time. It's literally instant gratification. Yeah. That's it. Like, it's that serotonin that booms once you're doing something and it's right away. My my housemate that I lived with for one, one year, um, he's a really good friend of mine from university. He gave me one piece of advice for when I had a really bad situation happen, which we will talk about in the next season of our podcast, which was, you don't have to be this person's white knight. Yeah, you've said this before. Yeah, that white knight term refers to the refers to you being the person that comes in to save the day for them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be that person for everybody, you know. And the reason I understand people are helpful and people are this and that, and I get that. But you have to realize that if people don't want to help themselves, even after the fact that you've brought into their attention that they're doing things that are not going to ultimately benefit them, even though they bitching they're bitching about the fact that they want to do better but they can't. You have to come to a realization that they are not going to be able to get to that point because their mentality is not there. No matter what you say, no matter how you approach it, yeah. they're not going to want to change. And at that time, it's only them who can help themselves. Yep. It's the life lesson that they're about to learn. Yo, as long as you do your due diligence as a friend, as a yeah. person. And this is what I like about me and you. Uh, if I'm going through a problem or you're going through a problem... I don't need to take your advice, but I want to hear it because maybe I can learn something from it. Yeah. And I do that with everyone. That's why like when I tell you like, hey, should we do this? Should we do that on the podcast? It's not because I don't. It's because like, oh, we're 50-50. I can do it. You know, I want to hear it because maybe I can change my perspective on based on this new information. And what what happened? We ended up uh, staying on what you said because you gave me your perspective. I was like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. I like yeah. I like doing the sponsors in the beginning. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, it, and it, it's absolutely true because look, hey, you have when you surround yourself with people that you know are ultimately going to be beneficial to you. You can also realize the toxicity between you two is not going to be there. Yeah, because it's, there's no bad energy because you guys are both hitting each other with good vibes basically yeah you and i have known each other for so long we went on a, such a long hiatus for almost six years yeah we met back up it literally There's felt like nothing yeah they literally the thing is because like at the same time when you when you meet with toxic people they don't tell you or you don't tell them yo you're toxic in that moment yo listen when you do things and i see things i will call you out exactly i will call you out in that spot and you'll be like uh again it's all about perspective 
if you took it the wrong way, you start beefing me. Bro, we'd have a fight. This table wouldn't even be here. We'd yeah. be breaking it. But you choose to take the perspective and see if it works for you. That's it. If I give any advice to anyone that's listening is take everyone's perspective and use it to your advantage. Yeah. Kind of pick parts of what you think is good um, and take them. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think that's a that's a really perfect that, way. That's a good way to end, end this, this yeah. off. Guys, listen. I appreciate you guys. I hope this was super informational. You know, we're getting one uh, perspective, which is Shreel's, and you got mine. Um, the older brother's perspective, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. I'm, I'm good with that. Honestly, <laughs> if this podcast reaches out, if people have made it this far... Dude, if you made it this far, dude, I'm telling you right now, change your mindset. It no, if they made it this so far, much. I'm sure they've already cared enough to listen all the way through. That means they're wanting to make that decision of wanting to get this far. I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah. you. Listen, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Please, 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 please follow us on all our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We haven't really posted, but... We are finally going to start posting. but So by the time this comes out, you may see some things. Please comment on anything if you have any ideas. Yeah. Uh, DM us. Send please. us these type of questions. And yeah, send us all these questions. Yeah. Guys, appreciate you. And we are signing off. Peace. Peace. Peace.